We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, on this week's episode of A3 Life, we're going to go over the 10 toxic habits that you have to quit immediately, right now, this second, this year, in 2020, we're done with these habits. To get us started at number one, something I think we're all very guilty of. Oh, I don't even want to say it. Uh, Yes. Terrible. But number one, checking your phone as soon as you wake up. But there's reasoning behind it. Like, it's kind of like a mindset thing, especially if I know, I know for a fact the three of us all wake up to the same thing, like chaos, like a 911 emergency, that my company's burning down, like I need this order fixed right now, like end of the world stuff for people. It's really not the end of the world, but if that's the first thing that you're creating in your day with the like chaos, like literally that's the first thing you're putting into your mind and you're waking up to stress, like not a great way to start your day. So I totally think it's a legitimate concern (laughs) and that like, we probably really shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) I'm so bad. I literally roll over because my alarm goes off on your phone, off on my phone. And then I'm like, Hmm, let's look at the shit show that happened while I was sleeping and I get right on it. But you know, you're so right. Like what happens when you first open your eyes and how you wake up sets your mood for the whole entire day. And the worst thing in the freaking world is to wake up to a tornado. I mean, listen, if you're waking up because you have kids and you're getting them ready for school, that's a tornado enough. (laughs) Like, I don't know how you, but I'm usually losing my shit half the time in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I have to drink 10,000 gallons of coffee and like have a little bit of quiet time, which doesn't usually happen in my house. But you know, to add to it, like all the messages. And like you said, Elisa, people freaking out and they need their order and they need this. It's the end of the world. Like they're going to die. Like it really can set you up for, you know, for a very unsuccessful, unproductive day. If like I get like just set off in the morning, it's hard to come out of it sometimes. So, I mean, there are much better things you could do with your morning routine than waking up and grabbing your phone. And I am totally preaching to myself. Oh, I'm so guilty. I literally wake up in a panic. Like, oh my God, it's all falling apart. Where's my phone? I know. I know it's all happening right now. Everybody needs me. It's all burning down. Like I wake up in a complete panic and Darren's like what the fuck what <laughs> I'm like it's all happening I'm like searching for my phone as though, as though it's not in the exact place that I left it in when I fell asleep last night but yeah I mean it's and then I, we wake up and it's like a stupid message among us like wait yeah. what this is I'm what like, I missed all oh, those bitches <laughs> <laughs> like why are you guys up right now and talking to me well, it helps now that we're on the same time zone. Like, can we yeah. just take a minute and say amen as to how much easier our life is now that we're on the same time yeah. zone? No, yep. it's weird though, because I never understood. I'm like, God, you guys are a bunch of whiners. Like I never got it before. You're like, oh my God. And then, but you know what? Now the same thing. 
I go to bed and I wake up and everybody has been up for like 10 hours after I went to bed. That's over, you know, like mm-hmm. over on like the West coast or whatever, the Northwest where I'm from. And so like, it's, it is, it's a huge deal. You know, like I go to bed before they all do. And then I wake up and they've still been up for hours, but at least we are all on the same page now. That makes things a lot easier. Yes. So we're going to do a better job of not picking up our phones first thing in the morning. Right, girls? Check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Are we moving on to number two or what? Second toxic habit. This is a total mindset thing, you guys. Not believing in yourself. That is absolutely something that, um, it's something that's super, super important to me. And it's something that I'm constantly trying to work on because I think, you know, when you don't believe in yourself, you basically are lacking tons of confidence. And when you have confidence, you are so much um, stronger. You're so much more ready to take on the world and business and life and parenting. Like, I don't know, you have to get to the place where you understand that there is absolutely nobody else in the whole entire world like you. You are it. You are the number one. There's nobody else that can be you, that can ever do you. And I think you have to own that, like really own it, claim it, and understand that we all have the same tools. We all have the same hours in a day. If, you know, like I think, um, you know, Allie was just saying something about this um, on another thing we were just talking about, but, you know, pretty much like I know for a fact, if, if I can be successful, like anybody actually can, you know, and I think you have to believe in yourself and you have to tell yourself that even if it's, you know, saying it out loud all the time, you know, I'm great. I'm, I'm a great mom. I'm an awesome wife. I'm a, I'm a badass businesswoman, And really just say, you know, like, um, encouraging things to yourself out loud all the time until you actually believe it. Cause you have to believe in yourself, especially if you want other people to believe in you, you know what I mean? And if you want to be an influencer and you want to influence people, like you really need to start by influencing yourself first. Yeah, I agree. And I, it's one of those things where it is 2020, isn't it time to start believing in ourselves? You know, like, aren't we past this era of self doubt and, and talking down to ourselves and, and saying that we're not capable or or we're never going to achieve these things. Like, isn't it time for us to start believing in ourselves? Because I can tell you that there's probably not very many other people on the planet other than maybe your children, hopefully your husband, um, those people closest to you that sincerely love you that are going to believe in you. Like you should be able to believe in yourself. And if you don't have that belief in you, then why, why should anybody else honestly believe in you? If you, if you aren't able to own and stand in like what you're capable of, then what, why should anybody else? It definitely starts with you. Like it has to start with you. Like you said, your kids aren't going to believe in you, your husband, your colleagues, your team, your leadership, your corporate staff, no one's going to believe in you unless you're believing in yourself. So whatever that looks like, you know, I think everyone here is knows the importance of personal development and diving into that. And like Ali said, it's 2020. There's a lot of free content. Go like, if that's something you're struggling with, you're not believing in yourself, read a book, watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast. There's so many things at your fingertips. It's absolutely a must. Okay, cool. Number three, uh, trying to change things that are out of your control. Now this is a tough one. Okay. Um, some of us on this podcast are control freaks and I'm not saying any names, but Elisa has a serious problem. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm not saying names, but Elisa, (laughs) 
uh, no, but particularly it's, it's, me. It, yeah, particularly Elisa. I'm a self-aware. I'm a self-aware control freak. <laughs> I know. It is. It is hard because you know, and I said this the other day, I'm in a place in my life where I need to hire an executive assistant. I need to hire some help. I've tried it before. I, and I got to the point where I was basically just signing my name to things and then standing over her watching what she was doing all day long, because I was like, nobody can do this as good as me. Nobody's going to, it's going to be all wrong. It's going to be screwed up. And it's not like an arrogance thing. It's just a control thing. It's a, I can't let go of the control and so I ended up being like why am I actually paying you because I'm standing over you watching what you're doing all day long and not actually going out and doing something myself but letting go of things that are outside of your control are going to is something that I'm trying to work on myself but it's I feel like it is it is such a freeing thing because I have gotten found myself in, within our business wrapped up to the point where I have spiraled out of control, spun all the way down the rabbit hole over things that I literally have no control over. It has ruined my day. It has ruined my week. It has ruined my motivation. It has, mot- it has ruined my inspiration. It has allowed me to be non-productive. And why? Because I can't control it anyway. It's kind of like, you know, that, that phrase, and I still like it, that let go and let God. It's like one of those things is like, okay, if you have no control, just let it freaking go. Let it go. Cause I will sit there and listen, I worry. I think that's like a big thing with me. Like I'm, I'm a worrier. I both worry. chronic worry. Yeah. We both chronic worry. So that does play into a control uh, freak. I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're just outwardly crazy control. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just like worry. And I do, but that really is the same thing. It kind of folds into that same, you know, control thing. Like and, and worry, worry, control, like worrying about things that are, you know, outside of your control, all that stuff. It's something I really, really have been trying to work on a lot lately. And I do feel like I'm getting slightly better at it. Not perfect, but slightly better. But if something is totally beyond your control, it's really a waste of mental energy to sit there and hash it out over and over again in your own head. Yeah. And yeah. just beating yourself up over it is not going to do you any good. I mean, we all struggle with this. Like if you are an independent distributor and you have a corporate staff, God knows I love them. We appreciate them. We function with them, but there are things that they do that we have no control of. And honestly, vice versa. I'm sure there are things that we do and they're like, Oh no, no, that's not how we want this represented. You know, whatever that looks like. But you know, in, in our environment, in our space, that is a big thing for us, like independent distributors and a corporate staff that so much depend on each other, you know, like we have to keep each other going and they do things that are out of our control and vice versa. I absolutely know it. And I know it happens <laughs> and it's big. Um, so next one, and this is a huge one. And I think for women, especially um, comparing yourself. I mean, in the day that we live in social media, where I just put up a post about this last night, actually, which y'all will listen to this later, but in this day of like fluff and pretty and, you know, positivity, which I all think is great and amazing. Like that's what we all want to see. Like you don't know the rest of the story. Nine out of 10 times. I just feel like social media is such a small part of our lives that you're comparing yourself to something that's basically not real. You know, like you can't compare yourself to someone on social media 
because you only see a fraction of their life. Even if you think you're seeing more, you're not. There are things you don't know and things you don't understand and things that you don't see going on. So comparing yourself and you don't know what they did to get there. You know, maybe there's this girl that has like this killer body and you're like, I would do anything. You don't know what she went through. You didn't see the journey to get there or being, you know, like a top income earner. You don't see everything we did to get to the place that we're at now. You know, it's a, a here and now world. We're seeing what's happening now, not, you know, go look at my Facebook post from six years ago or eight years ago before I was building my business. And, you know, comparison is tough, but you just don't know where people were at to get them where they are today. Honestly, comparison is a huge thief of joy. Honestly, it's, it's terrible. And like you said, Elisa, like women, we are so bad about it. I mean, we can lie all day long and be like, oh, I want to look like this. I want to have my nails. I want to do this and this and this. And people will think you're trying to impress a man. Like that is so far from the truth. I think with us women, we have such a, a, a terrible thing with comparing ourselves to other women and like lining ourselves against, you know, lining ourselves up against the next woman because I don't know why, I don't know why we do it, but instead of just, you know, taking what you have and, and loving what you have and taking, you know, um, you know, your strengths, your look, you're this, you're that. And, you know, trying to make better what you have, we love to compare, you know, we love to be like, you know, like you said, like, I want her body. I want her this. I want her that. I mean, we compare with freaking everything. It's like, we just can't let it alone. You know, but like, that's the thing, like take what you have and claim the shit out of it. You know, whatever it is you have rock that because, you know, like you said, like, you don't know where this other person has came from. You don't know, like, you know, like, yeah, okay. So maybe they're gifted and their genetics are like totally <laughs> flawless and they can like sport some abs after six babies, but that might not be you. So freaking what? So take what you have and rock the actual shit out of it because exactly. it, you know, it, I mean, it just doesn't matter. It really yeah. doesn't. We don't have to like all be the same, look the same. Like how actually boring would life be if we all walked around and looked the same? Like, exactly. or, or, you know, the same, whatever. I mean, boring. Well, and we heard, like we heard at the conference that we just attended that like you were saying, um, women don't dress up and look fine and look hot as hell when they're going out for a man, usually they're doing it for the other women to either look as good as the other women that they're going to be with or look better than, or to be in some sort of competition uh, internally. And, you know, they said at the conference, like, why she's not thinking about you. She's thinking about herself. And it was like, Oh, you're like, yeah. Oh God, that is true. You're right. <laughs> you know, you're right. actually has nothing to do with her. It's about me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then on the sort of on like the flip side, by no means is my body at all perfect at all, but I have worked really hard to get where I'm at right now. And I posted a picture in a, in my um, team group page. And there was this girl that wanted to fight me on the fact that the original photo wasn't of me. And it is of me just a year ago. And she went on as I proved to her that it was me by showing her timestamps and all the good stuff. Cause like, you know, Lord knows I'm ready to tell the naysayers how wrong they are when they open their mouths. But I showed her all this stuff and then she was like, sorry, but you're not a good example of weight loss. And I was like, excuse me? You mean because I work my butt off, I take my products consistently, I live the lifestyle that I've 
preach that I live, I'm not a good example. What you mean is because I didn't do it the way that you felt like I should do it, or I didn't do it the way that you want to do it. I'm not a good example for you. And so I was just like, okay, I get it that you're comparing what you're wanting to my actual real life journey. And there is no comparison here. There, this is not a competition. Oh, rude. Rude. Hope she <laughs> listens to this podcast. I know. I hope she's listening because she's <laughs> wrong. Because you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're like, if you're listening, this is an online bitch slap. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> But I think what's important that Allie said to be politically correct is it's just not what she was looking for. So there might be somebody that does inspire her in a yeah. different way. You know what I mean? So you don't know what people are looking for. Sorry, that's like a whole no, other avenue. It is, but that is why you always have to show up as yourself. Right. You have to, you have to show up as yourself because- And you, you're gonna connect with some people yeah. and not connect with other people. She's yeah. not a connect with Allie, but she might connect with you know someone else on her team. I think that's super important. All right, next tip. Back to our list. So not letting go of the past. I think it was my turn. Mm-hmm. not letting go of the past. Oh God, that one can come around and bite you. You know, like that's the thing is everybody has a past and most people's pasts are pretty colorful, you know? And so like, I think, you know, you know, even if that past means last week, even if that past means yesterday, or maybe that past is years ago, the thing is, is I think, you know, sometimes we hold on to maybe things that didn't work for us or we hold on to a negative experience or we hold on to something that kind of shook us or made us uncomfortable and it stops us from moving forward. But I think, you know, like we have to remember that every day is a brand new day. Every minute is a brand new minute and you can create a new opportunity. You can change at any second. Like, listen, I'm not the same person I was five minutes ago. You're never going to be the same person. You're always growing. You're always evolving things happen every single day, every single minute. And at any point in time, you can choose to change your story. You can choose to change the direction you're going and you don't have to be stuck and live in your past. You know, whatever may have happened, maybe you made bad mistakes. Maybe you made bad choices. Maybe, you know, like I said, things just didn't work out and, and you fell down. You don't have to, you know, um, you're not stuck in that. You're not held prisoner because of things that have happened before. Literally at any given moment, you can choose something different to move forward. You know, like, I mean, my past is, is definitely colorful in a lot of areas, but it's not going to define me. You know, like it has helped me grow. And if anything, I think, you know, even if shit was crazy, even if your past wasn't good, or even if you felt you, you know, you weren't successful with things, I think you still need to claim it. In my personal opinion, I still think you need to claim it and be proud of it. Not that like maybe if you made a bad choice, you're proud of that choice, but you are who you are because of your past. You know what I mean? And I think you have to own it and understand that with everything causes growth and, you know, just be proud. You know, I went through this, 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 or I made this mistake, or you know what? I tried this in business and it just fucking failed. It was a complete shit show. But because of it, I learned and I'm stronger now and I know something better. And so I'm going to do it different. You know, so don't be defined by your past, but definitely, definitely let it shape you, mold you and make you stronger and bigger and better. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is something we can probably all, all relate to because of our lives in high school or shortly thereafter, or some of the decisions we made in our younger years. Um, But that, I mean, I have that, that same thing where I have a class reunion coming up. 
and my best friend from high school and I are still friends. And she's like my only friend that I have left from high school because she's the only person I care to associate with, quite frankly, um, just based on the experiences we had in high school. And um, she's like in charge of, of putting together this reunion. And she was like, are you going? And I said, no, there's no, actually no chance in hell that I'm going to that reunion. And she was like, why? And I said, because I have moved on from the person that I was 10 years ago. I have evolved. I have grown. I have changed 10,000 times over. And those people still see me as that person that I was 10 years ago. And I don't need that in my life. I don't need people looking at me or doubting me or, or whatever it may be, or, or portraying me to be the person that I was in high school. And so there's no chance I'm going because I have forgiven and moved on from those, that part of my life. And I, and I don't need to go back. I think there's a great way to appreciate and respect our past, but to also let it go and not, not let it define who we are today and what we're doing in our life. And I think that's where the problem is. I, I mean, we all know someone that blames everything on like their childhood or like their divorce or you know, something that happened in their life, which I, I understand I've not had a great life and I get that these things mold us into the person we are, but if we stay hung up on them, we can't move past that to flourish in life. You know, I think the biggest thing is let it be and let it impact you and let it shape you, but then move on. You know, we could all, the three of us could sit here and make a scroll the size of Santa Claus's list of things that could have held us back in our past, but instead we're embracing it and moving on and using that as kind of like tools in our toolbox to make us the people that we are today. Um, you know, today's present is going to be tomorrow's past. So even if you're, you know, going through shit today, you know, past, if you're going through shit today, like, you know, what Elisa said, you know, like it, you could have a long list of stuff that's crazy or stuff that's gone wrong or is even going wrong again you know, tomorrow is, you know, today's whatever, you know what I mean? Like, like tomorrow is, is a new day. Don't be held up. Keep moving on, keep moving forward. Whatever your past contain is in the past. And the next step kind of goes along with that, Allie. These, I kind of feel like go hand in hand. I agree. I think that, like I mentioned, um, number, which one are we on here? Six, Six is, um, we're letting go of, of the toxic habit of not forgiving ourselves. Um, and I think that you can also add in there not forgiving other people um, mm. because That's it, is, it is, yeah, and it's time. And like they're saying, there's so many, there's so many points in each of our lives that we can look at and say, this could have stopped me. This could have shut me down. I could have made one simple different decision at this moment and my life be completely different right now. Um, and so stop looking at those things as things that are unforgivable or that make you not worthy or that make you not capable or that make you not whatever it may be and start looking at those as, as the turning points in your life. Um, this happened and then this happened, this happened. And then I made this decision that propelled me into this thing and stop looking at it as an unforgivable thing and stop looking as peop at people as unforgivable. Um, the, you're not a victim of circumstance. You have the ability to say, this is not going to be my story. This is not going to define me. This is not going to be the way 
this works for me. And, you know, I made a post the other day that's like, that said, like, my prayer for you is that you find it in you to forgive the people that didn't love you, right? The people that didn't believe in you, the, believe, the people that didn't um, support you. And that's 100% true. It's time um, to use that as, as your launching pad rather than the reason that you're not doing something you need to be doing or want to be doing. And when you forgive someone, it's about you, not them, to be honest. Like, it's just like such a good, like, okay, I feel so much better now that I forgave you, you know, along with forgiving yourself. I mean, we've all done things we're not proud of. And if we just sat around and harped on it, and never forgave ourselves, where would we be? So, and I, I think that's good, like as far as forgiveness goes. And I think a lot of times people think that forgiveness is weak, when a lot of times forgiveness takes more strength than it does not. You know what I mean? So, I think, you know, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, it doesn't mean necessarily that you accept or agree or condone with something that maybe particularly happened. But I think it just does mean that you've kind of moved on. You know, it's just you kind of let it go. And I think, you know, you have to really start with yourself, you know, like if you don't like something that happened or you, you know, made a decision that you're not happy with, that decision was then at any given moment, you know, like we, we just said a few minutes ago, any given moment, any given second, you can start again and you do not have to be, you have every right to say, you know what, like I'm different right now. You know, I've, I've changed who I was even five minutes ago. Um, all right. Number seven. I love this one because I think it kind of covers a lot of different things running on empty. Okay. So running on empty, this, this covers so many things to me. Um, this means like spiritually empty, physically empty, mentally empty. There are so many things that running on empty and as women, as women entrepreneurs, as women entrepreneur wives and moms, like we just have like this huge long list, right, of things that we have to do and, you know, in the time period that we have to do it. And it's just like, you know, like you should see us trying to like plan our days together because there's so much. And then easily we find ourselves running empty. Like the end of the day, you're just like absolutely mentally, physically exhausted. Um, so what does that look like, you know? making sure you're eating something as simple as that. Like sometimes you get so busy, you're not eating. Sometimes you get so busy, you know, and again, I'm going to go back to this because it's so hugely important to me, you know, personal development. This is where personal development comes into play, picks you up, brings you up, you know, gets you going. And then kind of like the spiritual aspect, are you spiritually empty? And I can tell when my spiritual tank is running low. I'm like, Lord, I need to get right with the Lord right now because my spiritual tank is running empty. And it just, just, I don't like the way I feel when that happens. And I, I feel like this is a very um, touchy thing for me because like, I'm, I'm the worst at this. So again, like preaching to myself, I will go and go and go and go. I will give and give and give and give. And, you know, like, I think it's really important to make sure that you are definitely filling up your own cup because, you know, like, as I always say, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And I think it's true. Um, you know, I think you need to make sure that you are, um, you know, like Elisa said, you know, if it's your spiritual cup and you know that that, you know, needs to be full, if it's, you know, eating and sleep and all those things. Like, I mean, I, I have to tell myself that in so many areas. I suck at sleep because I just go, 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 go. I swear I will run through like half of a day and be like, oh my God, I haven't even ate. 
like it's, it's terrible, but it's something, you know, like that we do need to be mindful of. Yeah. Um, so this, this is definitely a mom thing, a wife thing, a female thing. Um, but it is, it is really important. And I can tell you the times when, um, when my like energy is low, when I'm not feeling great, when I am not producing for my team, when I'm not showing up well with my family are times when I haven't taken the time to like refill and reset myself. Um, you know, like we just did that conference. That was a huge reset for me. But since then I've had to do like periodic, like check-ins on, I need this moment. I need to listen. I need to put a podcast in and I need to just clear my head and, and be, find something that's inspiring to me so that I can function and, and, and focus and work better and show up better. Um, and then I was listening to our, our coach actually did a, a live in her coaching group the other day and it was really, really good. And it was talking about this sort of thing on essentially running empty, but not just running empty in your life, but also in your business. And she talked about setting specific days for tasks. Like she said, Monday is my CEO day. This is the day that I take a look at like all the admin administrative type things, anything that I need to look at where this is my, my CEO day and Tuesday is for this. And then Wednesday is for creating content. And then Friday is our family Friday. And I spend the whole day with my children. I don't do work stuff and I don't do this. And I think that if we could all take a look at our lives and see where we can do better at managing our time, that this running empty thing would not be such a problem. Agreed. A hundred percent. Oh, I love that Alicia got this one. <laughs> Number Very eight. Very funny. Uh, Alicia. Daddy no sleep. <laughs> so listen, this is something that I actually do feel like I've been trying to implement. Like I've actually been very mindful of it. I told myself like 2020, you know, like it's, it's a new year, it's whatever. But so it's not the whole new year, new me thing, but it's new, new year, new sleep. Like, I don't know, like I suck at sleep. I do. I do. And I don't think it's because of like you're Elisa, we know. <laughs> no, I think what it is. Well, I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. My mind literally goes a thousand miles an hour. It doesn't quit. It's just, zzz. um, and then the fact that I have 50,000 kids, like I'm like old mother Hubbard over here, you guys like, and so, you know what I mean? Like you get kids to bed. It's now quiet time. It's mom time. It's business time. It's, uh, you know, get some ideas off of Pinterest time. It's, it's everything you possibly think of. Like, and I have always been a night person. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person, but you know what, when you're really, really tired, things just do not work well. You don't function well. You don't make sense. Like Allie said, you don't show up well. You know, and it's something I have been definitely more mindful of and been trying to make happen. Can I say I'm perfect? No. No, but I do feel like you've gotten better. I, I, I will. Especially give now you that. that you're on this side of the country, I feel like you're a lot better. Yeah, I think you do better in this time zone. <laughs> this is I your think time you zone. guys do better with me in this time zone, but I mean, it does make sense because. <laughs> But like before I would be waking up at like you guys is noon. <laughs> so like the day is halfway over, you know, especially yeah. for Allie and I. So I can say, you know, sleep is so like the thought of not getting enough sleep puts me in a bad mood. Like mm -hmm. sleep is a huge priority 
to me because I know myself, like I am grouchy and I can be bitchy as it is. Like add in me being tired. You don't want to be around me. I, I'm self-aware of that. And I think sleep, I mean, fitness, exercise, nutrition, like everything revolves around your sleep. So me, I can function at about seven hours, ideally eight. Um, but that's something I really do try to prioritize. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even function well with seven. I, th- I think you have to know your body right. and you have to know it well. And six to seven hours is enough to just make me feel groggy and still kind of like in a brain fog. I mean, I really do. It sounds terrible, but I really think I do need eight or nine hours sleep and I don't really get that a lot, but I am making um, better progress because let's be honest, I was going on three, four, five hours sleep quite often. I think it's, it really doesn't serve anybody good when you show up tired and exhausted. No. And, and like for me, when, when I, it's just like a vicious cycle. When I'm not sleeping, then I will procrastinate the things that I know need to be done. And then I, so I'll put those off because I'm tired and I'm, I'm not in the mood and I don't feel like it and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well then, then I get behind and then like uh, the deadline is approaching or somebody's relying on me for something. And so then when I go to lay down at night, I will look back at the day and think of all the things that I didn't do. And then I'll lie awake worrying about the fact that I was too tired to get stuff done and then I won't sleep well and I'll wake up in a panic and I'll wake up and it's just like this constant cycle of the lack of sleep creating anxiety and creating a lack of productivity. And so, you know, you may think that you need to stay awake in order to be more productive, but maybe get your butt to sleep, wake up at a decent hour and be more productive in the morning or be more productive with the fact that you're not dragging your butt around the house because you have no motivation. The number nine toxic habit that we're quitting is not drinking water. So in our health and wellness company and world that we, the three of us live in, this is something that we're constantly preaching to everyone. Okay. Um, And there's so many reasons why it's important. So something that I do every single morning is like chug an entire bottle of water first thing when I wake up, maybe even before I grab my phone, depending on what a a panic I'm in when I wake up over what I may have missed on my phone. Um, But I keep a bottle of water, a fresh brand new bottle of water beside my bed at night and I chug it first thing in the morning. They're just Google search it. There's so many benefits to consuming water first thing in the morning. It like rehydrates your body from all of the stuff it was getting rid of that was sweating out of you in the middle of the night and all the, all the yucky stuff and toxins and any of that stuff. And it rehydrates your body and it starts your, it gives you some energy, a little pop of energy in the morning. There's so many benefits to drinking water in the morning, but it's also important to drink it during the day. Um, it, it, you know, a lot of the times, our, our bodies are kind of tricky and they try to, to trick us into thinking like we're hungry when if you just ate a meal and you're still feeling hungry and it was a substantial meal, try having a glass of water or drinking a bottle of water. You may just be thirsty and it's your body's way of trying to tell you to consume something. Water is so important for health, for weight loss, for everything, for everything. You know, like that's actually like, um, you know, the event that we just went to, um, 
that's actually something that stuck out to me, to be honest with you, was was the water consumption. And I mean, I love water. I always add lemon to my water, but I never think that I drink enough ever, ever, ever. And one of the things that, um, you know, was brought up is, you know, trying to add some, you know, if you're trying to have like, um, add something positive into what you're doing, like for instance, drinking water, um, try doing it by adding it onto something you're already doing. So for instance, I'm, I brush my teeth quite often throughout the day. I'm really crazy about it. And so, you know, she was saying, why not have a bottle of water next to your toothbrush, next to where you brush your teeth? And as silly as it sounds, brushing your teeth is something you're going to do every single day and you know you're going to do it. So why not have water? So you're just adding it onto something you're already doing. So you can't be like, oh, I accidentally forgot. And that actually was huge for me because I brush my teeth when I wake up. I brush my teeth when I go to bed. I brush my teeth sometimes throughout the day. So, you know, I mean, and I did go and I bought like a whole gallon, um, gallon water jug. And then I basically just dump it because I drink way more water with a straw. I don't know if you guys do, if you're a chugger, if you're a sipper, but I see, I seem to drink more water with a straw. So if I fill up my gallon of water, um, and then just basically dump it, keep dumping it into my glass with the straw, I can make sure that I'm actually getting my gallon. But I love it when um, she was also saying, um, you know, we sometimes think like, oh, we can get all that water in by just like filling up our sipper cup and sipping throughout the day. And that's usually not the case. You have to kind of sometimes intentionally chug some water to get it all in. I mean, well, and here's, here's what I hear the most of. I don't like water. I mean, how often do we hear it? I, I don't like water. I don't drink water. Okay. Well, too bad. Too bad. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like just, it's just so important. And to me, there was a time I didn't like water either. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather have a Coke. I like, I'm a self-proclaimed Coca-Cola addict. I love Coke, but I can't just sit around and drink Coke all day. I mean, that's not realistic. It's not healthy, but make yourself drink the damn water. Just like, you're not going to die. You're not like, and to me, it becomes a habit. Now it's a habit to me. I don't think about it. I just drink the damn water, you know? Like, it, it, yeah. it chug it, chug a lug. Yeah, it and does it, like, become a habit. It's not something you even like consciously think about anymore. Like when you sit down at a restaurant or you go somewhere, like you just reach for the water. You ask for the water because you've made yourself do it. And like she was say, it was so funny. She was like, um, everybody drink their water. We're going to play a drinking drink game. When mama drinks, you drink. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. All right. And number 10, this is so important. Things that we have been doing that we're going to eliminate. And that's keeping toxic people in your life, right? We all know at least one toxic person, right? Like that is just absolutely makes you crazy, consumes your time. You can't win with them just cannot win just like a losing battle and this year now we're going to eliminate them that doesn't mean we're going to eliminate and what i'm saying is like i'm not saying your mother-in-law you probably can't cut off your mother-in-law for the rest of your life let's I mean, be realistic here <laughs> Allie's like well, I mean. actually um but i mean 
be careful of your time with them and be aware of that time and energy that you're spending on the person that you're never going to win with. Right. Like, don't we all have that person? Oh yeah. And I say, you know, just like eliminate like the, um, like you said, you can't just cut out your mother-in-law, but even just, well, like, well, Ali said, maybe you can, but you know, just eliminate how much influence they have on what you're doing. Like I struggle you guys, because like, I tend to think with my heart sometimes before my head and that's not always a great thing. And so sometimes I let, you know, like, like you said, Lisa, those people that you just can't win with, I would literally let it consume me. Cause for one, I've seen it do that to you. Actually, we've, we've, you know, already said, you know, the fact that I worry, I'm a people lover. I love people so bad and so dearly. And I just want people to be happy. And I want, I want to love and feel loved that I can literally allow myself to worry and be so consumed with those people that you will never win with. But I can say that even though it, it does get to me at times, it's another thing that I'm working on and that I feel like I'm making some progress on because really just like the sleep, just like all of it. Like if you allow somebody to come in and just invade your space and you know, they're toxic as all hell, you know, if they're in your business or, or your mother-in-law or whatever, you might not be able to actually eliminate, eliminate them, but you can eliminate their influence on, you know, how you feel and how you react. And, and, you know, I think you have to just be consciously aware of, you know, allowing their influence to be such a heart connection for you. Yeah. It comes down to like, you're saying like managing your energy, the amount of time you can spend around that person, if that's what it boils down to, or maybe it's what you can actually share with them. Um, you know, if it's somebody that's negative about what it, it maybe your business or your life or your podcast or your book or your dreams or your, how you parent your children, maybe it comes down to the amount of time you can spend with them. Maybe it comes down to what you're actually going to share with them. You know, it's, if it is a family member, uh, you know, unfortunately you may have to be friends with them on Facebook, but you know, there are these magical little features where you can block certain people from certain posts that you make online, or you can unfollow them if it's the negativity that they're spewing or a, a view that you don't agree with or whatever it may be. And honestly, if it's not a family member, there is no freaking reason you need that person in your life, period. I, I mean, I cannot think of one single reason that if somebody is dragging you down or holding you back or hurting you or being nasty or mean, I cannot think like why that person is not your friend. That person is not your support system and they're not your family. So you don't need them in your life and you don't need them on your social media. If you're, if you have people on social media, just so that you can hate on them or they can see you doing something, delete them gone. Goodbye. Don't think of them anymore. It's over. We're moving on. It's a new year. It's a new decade. It's a new everything. So yeah. Soapbox. Over. And if it's somebody that's in business, are they actually, I mean, if they're causing you that much strife and that much, you know what I mean? Discontent, like, I mean, how important of a role do they play in your business anyways? And so sometimes just disconnecting the heart from business, like is something that just has to happen to make it function. So number 10, we're going to remove toxic people. That's what Goodbye. we're doing. Bye. All of them. <laughs> so cute. Bye-bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. You're bye, so block. 29. Yeah. You're so 2019, yeah. bitch. You're so 2019. This is 2020. We're not friends anymore. We broke up in 2019. Bad yeah. news. Anyhow, you know how like Britney shaved her hair in 2007? That's like what they are. They're so. Yeah. 2019. I liked when she went crazy with the umbrella as well. Ooh. That was a good moment. Or what she about like went Lily? nuts on like the paparazzi? Oh my gosh, yeah. she is a train wreck lately. Can we? Dude, can, can, can we? Can we? St- I can't stop watching it either. That's one person I got to keep on my social media so is Brittany. I got to keep Brittany on my social media. But can we just send out like a like a well check? For Brittany, every once in a while, you know how, like, you can call the cops and be like, I'm really concerned. I'm sure her parents do. We got to send out well checks for Brittany on a regular basis. And also, can we send out a PSA um, uh, to her makeup people? Can we talk to them about about why we're still drawing black lines, like, six inches underneath our eyeballs? I don't understand. Have you seen her hair sometimes too? I think maybe she's trying to do it herself and maybe she didn't learn how because she's always had someone to do it for her. So maybe she's got a team. She's Brittany bitch. Mm. She has a whole team (laughs) of people that is doing that. And I don't understand why. It's the same team she's had since like 2001. None of them are evolving. That's the problem. None of them are evolving. They just all keep repeatedly losing their shit together. Yeah. I I love crazy Britney. When Britney goes buck, I absolutely love it. I'm like, oh, she's losing her shit again. It reminds me of on your team, Alicia, that like is entertaining. Like just you can't stop. Wait, what? Someone on your team that like reminds oh, me a little bit of her <laughs> you're like oh, Brittany did she yeah. shave her did she shave her head hello no, I cannot believe y'all don't know like who I'm talking that. about that's coming yeah. next yeah I don't doubt it she said I'm it's like not. by somebody on my team are you actually referring to me she's <laughs> 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 like there's somebody on your team named Alicia yeah. She says, yeah she's like there's somebody really close to you right now <laughs> Y'all you know, when I was senior high, I did shave my head though. Like I shaved like the sides right here, and then I did like the lines in it because it was like literally. The- oh, God, oh, another yeah. another Britney. Somebody decided that was a good idea to tell yeah, Alicia I was that was so a- there for that shit. I'm like shave it. But I mean, <laughs> seriously, doesn't she have people to say, "Hey, like that Are doesn't look. <laughs> that makes you look really old when you do your makeup like that. You need to lighten up your face and go easy on the eyeshadow and the eye line. I mean, doesn't she have a team? Maybe of she fired that person. They, they weren't like what she wanted to hear. So she said, bye. She removed toxic people from her life. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they're not bringing her up. They gotta go. Yeah. She's yeah. like, they don't like the eyeliner. They out. out. all right well i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of 10 toxic traits we need to get rid of to live a better life all in all in general fitness life business momming whatever it looks like i hope you enjoyed this week's episode we'll see y'all next time (laughs)